0: Hi there. Welcome to the While You Wait podcast, where it's all about helping women just like you learn about the bladder while you're waiting for your appointment with that specialist. Each week, I'll combine science, medicine, and common sense so you can learn, become empowered, and get started on your journey to dryness. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Boyles, a board-certified urogynecologist. Let's get started. episode, I'll be talking to Dr. Mandy Pulliam, a urogynecologist who is now the CMO of Exina Health. We'll be talking about pelvic floor strengthening in general, but really focusing on the Leva Pelvic Health System, which is a digital therapeutic system offered by Exina Health. The system is available via prescription only and corresponds with your prescribing provider. It is designed to help women perform pelvic floor muscle training correctly and consistently to help improve bladder leaking. The Leva is like traditional peri-trainers in that there is a vaginal insert and an app that tracks progress but it is different from traditional peri trainers in that the leva measures muscle movement and not pressure. So it can tell you if you're contracting correctly, and it can tell the difference between contracting and bearing down, which traditional peri trainers cannot. It also has a human coaching component to help keep you accountable and offer advice if needed. As always, I'll include useful links in the show notes so you can look for the Leva there. Let's get started with the interview. Hi there. I'm here today with Mandy Pulliam. So Mandy is a urogynecologist who has tradition transitioned to be CMO of Exina. So can you tell me a little bit about what you're doing and introduce yourself.
1: Sure. So I am um, a urogynecologist fellowship trained in my background, and I spent about um, almost 20 years practicing urogynecology, um, first in Boston at Mass General, uh, and then at the University of North Carolina. And then I got kind of a wild hair, uh, and I uh, was very interested in the technology that was developing for non-surgical treatment of urinary incontinence. Uh, And I jump ship. (laughs) Uh, And I became the chief medical officer for a little startup company uh, that was developing this technology. Uh, So that meant I got to lead research and development and, and sort of work to understand how the technology could be used to help women. Most recently then, I have become the chief medical officer of a new company, Azena Health, that's continuing to work with the same technology that's been part of my work all along.
0: So, Mandy, you and I clinically um, have done the same thing. And, uh, you know, we talk about the pelvic floor and the pelvic floor muscles all the time. We talk about pelvic floor strengthening. So why did you jump ship? I mean, why did you think that this was so important compared to what we have been traditionally offering to women, right? So pelvic floor, physical therapy, maybe some of the peri-trainers. I mean, how is this new and
1: different? Mm-hmm so i guess backing up a little bit i would say that that one of my strong sort of senses about women and pelvic floor health is that pelvic floor muscle health training strengthening is is probably one of the most important but also sort of most ignored things for women in other words everyone knows they need to do it and no one knows quite how uh and and no one actually does it's sort of like flossing for your teeth you know do you tell the dentist you do it you sure do um but do you really on a regular basis I think it's uh, and a little I, easier I, <laughs> to floss though, right? And to know that you're doing it right. That's right. You can't see your pelvic floor muscles. And in fact, um, trying to figure out where they are just on your own. I mean, it's almost not fair, I think, to ask women to go home and sort of figure that out for themselves, especially when it's something important enough to help make you continent um, and um, improve uh, your experience, both in your ability to exercise, in back pain, it's been shown in your sexual life it's just pretty critical. And, and I think it needs more direction than just a, um, you know, a nod towards keeping those muscles healthy. Yeah.
0: And, you know, even when I see women in the office and we talk about pelvic floor and, you know, I show them, you know, kind of go over how to strengthen the muscles, where the muscles are, make sure they're contracting. <clears throat> it never feels like it's enough, right? Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't feel like there's, you know, that, that, let's call it five to 10 minutes, that that's really enough to kind of get you going and get you on a program that's really going to help.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, doing exercises regularly and doing them correctly. It takes time to see results. And I, and I think one challenge for a lot of women is that they, they start off with great enthusiasm. I mean, it's sort of like what happens in January with the diet. They yeah. have great enthusiasm. They start off two weeks goes by, they've been doing them, but they haven't really seen any change. Uh, and, I, and I think it's um, it's pretty clear from some of the research that we've done with our product that it takes about four weeks really to see any improvement at all. So this is an investment of time for women um, who have you know a problem like urinary incontinence. And, and I think it takes, to a degree, a, a commitment over time as opposed to a long period of time every day.
0: Can you go back to seeing an improvement? So I just want to talk about that for a second, because I think, and I think the data shows that you can see an improvement in muscle strength, Mm -hmm. right? Well before you see an improvement in symptoms. So when you're talking about an improvement in four weeks, what, what are you, what are you talking about?
1: Sure. So I'm talking about an improvement in symptoms. Uh, I think that for many women, they know they need to strengthen the muscles in their pelvic floor. um, And maybe a question is why, you know, or what's the point? Uh, and, And the point I think is, um, for many women anyway, it's functional. You know, do I have the ability to control my urine or, or my bowels? You know, am I uh, treating this enough to address back pain or my sexual concerns? I mean, so all of those things, the the functional parts of uh, the results, if you will, of strengthening pelvic floor muscles, those seem to take a little longer than the beginning of strengthening. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I, I mean, I think, you know, when it comes to incontinence, I think everyone wants to be 100% better, right? And so sometimes seeing an improvement in symptoms, it's hard to notice if you're doing it on your own, right? If you're not kind of, you know, keeping a bladder diary or a journal and documenting your symptoms, if there isn't kind of an objective measure, you know, sometimes after a month, you're like, well, I, I still leak a little bit. And it's mm-hmm. hard to remember if you're if you're really better or not. Right.
1: You know, I think one of the challenges is that for many women, those symptoms don't happen all of a sudden. I mean, well, if you you have a baby, perhaps you experience a lot of incontinence, and that may gradually get better um, over the year after your delivery. But um, as incontinence reoccurs, and it often does around menopause, the symptoms sort of gradually get worse. It's not as though one day you have none, and the next day it's terrible. Uh, And I think the repair and the rehabilitation of those muscles, the... The results of that kind of rehab also take that kind of time. It's just harder because now you've got this very bothersome problem that you really want to fix immediately.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we're all a little impatient, right? I mean, I or maybe maybe it's just me. No. Um, <laughs> so, so how is the product? Well, I guess I should ask you first, what is the name of the product that you're talking about?
1: Right. So um, we have the uh, Leva Pelvic Health, health System. Um, And and it's a couple of things. One is it's an app uh, that contains a ton of education about how to control your bladder. And in a few months, we'll actually have additional information about how to control your bowels. And so there's, there are lots of videos and educational materials, some quizzes and all that sort of stuff. Um, But also um, there's a, what we call the Leva Wand. uh, And that's a a wand. It's sort of a small tampon sized wand that gets placed in the vagina uh, for two and a half minutes of exercise twice a day. And when you place the wand, it connects to the app on your phone uh, so that you can watch the exercises and really learn and understand whether you're doing the exercises correctly and also watch as you progress and improve in your ability to do them. The final thing then is that we have a coaching team uh, that connects Uh, via phone call or or text um, to help with technical support, but also to help with the kind of support you need if you have a question about how things are going, if you need some support and encouragement so that you adhere to the program. And that coaching lasts for about 12 weeks. And then the final thing is, this is a prescription device. So um, what that means is you have to uh, interact with your uh, healthcare provider to get the device. And Also, as you're using it and going through the program, information then gets reported back to uh, your clinician about how you're doing. So they can keep track of things with you and follow along, making sure that, you know, as you improve, they support you. And if you don't improve, that they can provide you with next steps if you need them.
0: How is this device different from what's out there?
1: Yeah. Right. So There's a lot of stuff out there. I mean, if you yeah. do an Amazon search, there's tons of stuff. And, and I'll say a few things. I mean, one is that the way in which our product shows um, what you're doing in terms of exercise is unique. Um, we use... A thing called accelerometers, which basically is just a motion sensor uh, that shows what happens when you actually are lifting your pelvic floor and squeezing your pelvic floor. So you can see that you're doing your exercises properly. Also you can see if you're doing them improperly and and uh, learn to correct. Um, so that's different from the way most of the other devices out there show you how to do the exercises. But also, um, and and I think this is important, we have a lot of published data in respected medical journals that, that show the value of using our product. Um, so personally, one of the things that I'm committed to is um, providing women with products that not only do we say, look, these are great, they're going to work, but we also have proven it um, by credible research. Uh, and I would say that we have more credible research um, than pretty much any product out there that you'll find.
0: Yeah, and I think you know being able to see how the muscles are moving is is really important. And I I think that you know it may be something that a lot of women haven't thought about. But with traditional peritrainers, trainers, they're looking at pressure, right? And you can't That's really right. tell if you're contracting or bearing down, mm-hmm. right? And and so when you use those, you could be using it completely incorrectly, but getting feedback from it that makes you think you're doing it correctly and not not realize that.
1: Right. And it's a challenge to be misguided. I mean, I think you, um, it's hard enough to do those exercises properly anyway because you can't see the muscles. So you really rely on that information yeah. to guide whether you're doing them properly or not. And One of the most common sort of improper performances of those exercises um, is actually bearing down. That's the opposite of what really you want to do. But you're right. Those pressure sensors uh, identify that as an increase in pressure, um, whereas a motion-based device will show that you're pushing down instead of pulling upward.
0: Yeah. Have you gotten any feedback about twice a day?
1: Sometimes women ask if they can do their exercises twice a day all at once. so five minutes in the morning as opposed to twice a day. And yeah. you know we have we really haven't researched that. but in general, there's no reason that if that's what works for you, you shouldn't do it. um I think the the more important thing is to do them regularly. You know, um, most of our research shows that um people use it on average uh, twice a day in the research to get the results. Uh, and so, um, you know, occasionally people skip a day. I mean, something happens or you go on vacation or whatever, but generally twice a day for eight to 12 weeks is what will uh, achieve results.
0: Yeah. And and what do women say about the product? So what I kind think, of feedback have you gotten? Uh,
1: yeah. So actually um, uh, there are a couple of different ways that we look at what women say. I mean, sometimes women call and, and talk with us and they talk with our coaches to talk about how Uh, this device has been helpful. Um, And I think a, a couple of things come true, come through. One is that women feel confident about doing exercises properly because they're getting this guidance on a regular basis. Uh, another is that they do see results. Um, we learn of a lot of women who have seen life-changing results. And um, actually, another thing that we do is we collect survey results from everyone who uses the product just so we can understand whether or not the the women who use the product are actually improving. And if we had a, a problem, we could tweak our program, whether that's the coaching or the um, the product itself. So we see a lot of good feedback from women about success stories and how that's helped to change their lives, both in terms of stress incontinence, urgency incontinence, or mixed incontinence, which is just a combination of the two.
0: Of the both. Yeah. Do you get specific feedback about the coaching? I mean, I think the coaching is just such an important you know, aspect of it, right? That accountability piece, having someone that you can call and, and ask questions of.
1: Yeah. Uh, In general, women love it. I mean, there's occasionally someone that says, don't bother me. And we honor that. Some women prefer to have phone calls and they they really develop quite a close relationship with the coach. Uh, Other women prefer to communicate by texting. But either way, um, we try to accommodate whatever the preferences are uh, of the woman using the product. Um, And it's definitely a unique relationship. I think You know, we have um, pelvic floor physical therapists who help to train our coaches uh, as they're providing encouragement and support. Uh, And so uh, we try to do a really great job of helping to educate women and support them uh, as as they go through the program.
0: Do you have any group support? I mean, I think a lot of women really want peers who are going through the same thing. And so I'm wondering if you provide that at all.
1: So we haven't yet. We would like to. uh, And I think that's definitely on the drawing board in terms of things that we'll do down the road. Uh, And I completely agree with you. I mean, I think that, you know, one of the challenges about this problem is that many women think that they're the only one that has urinary incontinence, when the reality is, you know, over 50% (laughs) (laughs) of women in the country experience it at at any age. I mean, it's not just old older ladies, it's young women as well. And so we'd love to put people together in a group. And I think we're working through some of the patient privacy things and those sorts of things that will allow us to do that.
0: Yeah. And and obviously it would be something you could opt into. I mean, I think some women really love that idea and other women, it's, you know, kind of a horrific idea and just the worst idea ever. Right. Agree. <laughs> just depending on, you know, how much of a, of a sharer you are. So, yeah. So once you're done with the 12 weeks, then what? I mean, are you cured? Are you done?
1: No more exercises? So that's a Such great a question. question. <laughs> well, it is a loaded question. One, because it's important. But the other, because there's really not a lot of information in the right. medical literature about what happens. And, um so, um, again, another thing we're committed to, but we've just published uh, another paper looking at this research study we did. We compared people who use women who use Leva to women who, who have just done pelvic floor muscle exercises at home with a, a sheet of paper to help guide their exercise. Uh, and um, what we found is that uh, in our research study, eight weeks of using Leva right now endures in terms of the symptom improvement for at least a year. And we have 18 month and 24 month data, and that's almost ready uh so we uh, we're excited about learning that because I think it helps us to understand you know if you do an eight week intensive program, one of the things we think is that maybe women are learning to use those muscles again in their regular daily lives. And so they can then go forward and use them, you know, as they're meant to be. We'll see what happens over time. I mean, that two years, that's a long time to go without any directed exercise. And, and we may at that point find that, you know, women need a, you know, a touch up or a, you know, a little bit of a, of a repeat effort. But at this point, we know that for one year anyway, those results hold.
0: Yeah. It's pretty interesting, isn't it? Cuz you would think if you stopped directly using the muscles that they would atrophy, right? And and right. that all of that relief would go away over time. So you you have to be learning how to use your muscles more routinely, right? right? Although I
1: would say I think maintaining is easier than, you know, strengthening. Absolutely. Strengthening is an intensive effort and I think, you know, the truth about pelvic floor muscles is that we all use them every day. I mean, when yeah. you sneeze, when you get up from a chair, when you run, when you lift anything, those muscles are engaging. And so um, it may be that the exercise program just helps you learn or relearn really what to do with them. I mean, if you yeah. think about it, people, women who don't have incontinence, are not it's not always because they're exercising their pelvic floor muscles. They may just not have had the damage that uh, requires them then to you know, rehabilitate. Right. And, and even with strengthening, I mean, you can have a strong muscle and not be using
0: it at the right time, right? I mean, there is a Absolutely. lot of learning to incorporate it in your daily life. Mm-hmm. How much of a focus, and, and this is actually something I've never asked you before, but how much of a focus on breathing is there in the education, right? right? I mean, that's something that pelvic floor physical therapy always stresses so much and optimizing all of those reflexes we have.
1: So our video training for how to do the exercises includes breathing um, yeah. as part of um sort of the methodology of doing uh the proper exercise. And I, and I think that's really that's true for much of um I mean if you had a if you had a personal coach at the gym or someone who was showing you how to properly perform exercises, I think the breathing technique associated with pelvic floor muscle training in some ways it's a little counterintuitive about when you inhale and when you exhale, but the the yeah. the, the video training that we have also shows um, when to do that, and also how to do that. One other unique thing about this product is that the exercises are actually performed uh, standing up, which is, again, different from many other products. But the reason is that if you think about it, most people don't leak when they're lying down. They leak when they're standing up. You know, they walk and they sneeze or they trip over the curb or they're running. And so performing the exercises standing actually, I think, helps give you the postural experience along with the proper breathing uh, to engage those muscles uh, when the time comes.
0: Yeah and I would think that would also make it a shorter program right because a lot of programs have you start lying down and then sitting and then standing and and you really need to be activating those muscles right when you're right. when you're standing and you're up and about
1: right? And the exercise regimen, um, the two and a half regimen is 15 seconds of relaxation followed by 15 seconds of a lift. And then there are cycles of that through the two and a half minutes. Um, And when you start, uh, many women can't hold those muscles in a lift for 15 seconds, right? So there's a progress as you uh, continue to learn what to do. We see that over two to three weeks, most women learn to lift successfully and hold longer. Um, So we see those changes as, as women progress through the program.
0: Yeah, it, it's pretty amazing. It's
1: fun. It's yeah. it's, it's encouraging, really, to see that, that actually, you know, one of the challenges I, I often face, even when I go to the gym, is wondering if exercise actually does anything. So it's nice to <laughs> be able to see things that change. Even before, I've seen the symptom relief that I want, you know, which happens, you know, in three or four weeks.
0: I'm laughing because I love and hate exercise. Right. And anytime I'm (laughs) lifting, I mean, halfway through, I I start thinking that I'm like, this really isn't doing anything. I could be sitting down. I could be right. Doing, doing something, something else. (laughs) Right. Why am I doing this?
1: I've become an aggressive Uh, fitness tracker. I use, I, I probably shouldn't do a product endorsement here, but I use one of those at home bicycle things. Um, and I can, uh, I can track my progress and that's really been Im- Im- immensely motivating. And I, and I think pelvic floor progress is the same.
0: It's funny, right? I mean, I think in order to be successful, you need a coach, you need encouragement, you need someone to keep you accountable, but then you also need to be able to track, track your progress, right. right. And know that your muscles are getting stronger, that you're improving. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you're not doing that, you, you don't. You don't know, right? right? I mean, it's hard to say, I mean, we're just not wired that way. You can't say, oh yes, I am 20% better than I was a month ago, right? We just right. don't think about it in those
1: in those details. You actually, how right. much better you are. And, and yeah. that's especially and I think true. It makes I think everyone when...
0: feels so much better, right? When you can look back and say, Oh oh my gosh, this is really working. I am 50% better. Maybe not quite where I want to be yet, but I am so right. much better.
1: Right. I think that's so true. And um, just, you know, the other thing that we do with the product is we send a report to the the prescribing clinician. Um, And I think, you know, in my own practice of urogynecology, one of the things that I, I see so much is that women get lost, you know, they get lost in, in the other things going on in their life or in other healthcare needs they have. And so, yeah. um, urinary incontinence can be sort of a lingering problem. Um, and I think this allows a closed loop system where if you if your doctor sees that you're doing better, um, then you can communicate about that. And, and, you know, for some women, they may need more, um, than non-surgical therapy. And if your doctor sees that you're not doing better, you can close that loop and continue to make progress yeah. uh, in your care.
0: Um, I think that's really true. I, you know, one of the things that always makes me so sad, if I have a patient who I've been seeing for a while, and then I don't see them for a little bit, and they come back in a couple years and say, oh, I I, I just got busy, or, you know, I'm the exact right. same, nothing's better, um, but, you know... Um, I wasn't sure how to get in touch with you. I stopped doing the exercises. I got busy with life. I mean, getting busy with life happens, but, happens. you know, we weren't providing them with the tools that they needed, right? Mm-hmm. And I think over the last couple of years, we've really realized how much more everyone wants to do at home and on their own. Right. Um, And That's so, right. you know, being able to offer things that can be done um At home, I think is so important, especially such a really smart device
1: <laughs> It's smart and it's also it can be private you know and and it's yeah. um it's discreetly packaged so if you decide to take it with you if you went someplace else, if you were traveling for business or went on vacation um you could um and it's it's um it's a lot easier to do something i think at home it it takes less time than brushing your teeth. Um, so I think it it seems accessible, at least if I have one of those toothbrushes that makes me brush for three minutes, and that seems like forever.
0: <laughs> that may be too much information. I know. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny. I mean, we're all, there's a lot of do what I say, not what I do, right? And it's funny how we all need those reminders. Yes, keep brushing. Yes, keep flossing. Keep doing your pelvic floor exercises. Well, I applaud you for this. I mean, I think this is great work. I'm so glad that you've transitioned to this. I mean, I, I think, you know, I really like being a urogynecologist. I like taking care of the patients that we take care of. But there's nothing that I would like better than to kind of put myself out of business, right? And <laughs> and. you know, if we could give women tools to handle these things without needing to come into the office or needing surgery, I mean, I think that would be, it's kind of the holy grail, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, it is. And, you know, one other thing to say, as long as I'm Talking about the product is that it's um, it's now the end of February, and by mid March of this year, we're going to be checking insurance um, to see if you're, if you're covered if your if your uh, clinician prescribes uh, this device. We've had some coverage decisions um, that are positive from insurers, uh, and so uh, increasingly, I think uh, women will find that this um, product is covered um, by their insurance, and I think that'll make it a, lo- a lot easier um, for for women to want to do it. Um, yeah, if, if it's included think- as a benefit. <clears throat>
0: I think that's really true, right? There are a lot of things about these products and and bringing these products to market that you may not realize, right? So, I mean, the marketing is one, getting it out there, but then also making a product like this covered by insurance so that it is easier for women to use. And, you know, especially right now where there's such a um, limit of pelvic floor physical therapists throughout the United States, um, it's nice to have other options that can be done at home
1: yeah I think so um and I think women deserve I mean urinary incontinence in the end of the day is a, is a medical problem uh, and so I think they deserve um credible usable um you know data driven uh things that will help improve their care yeah um and it, and it should be covered by insurance it's a medical problem
0: well and I think you know the data that you're putting out there and and showing how long this works right I mean that you know I so many women have those questions. And it's hard when women ask me, you know, and say, how long will this work? How long will this last? Right. I don't want to do pelvic floor physical therapy if I'm not going to have a long um, right. lasting benefit. And I know I'm not going to do these exercises every day for the rest of my life. Right? right. So, so having that data to be able to say, well, look, it looks like it lasts for a year and, you know, we're continuing to look, I think that's I think that's great. And you know, from my perspective, since I am still a clinician, you know, even if it doesn't work perfectly and, and women go on to surgery or a procedure, I feel like the women who have a strong pelvic floor and who know how to work those muscles always do better in the long run, right? They have
1: better results um than people who kind of leapfrog to surgery. I agree. And and I mean I think just very fundamentally, it's just better to be in shape. And so, you know, when you're going into surgery, I think um, many people think about getting into shape before they go into surgery if they can. Um, And and I think this is a great way to do it.
0: Yeah. It does always come down to that, right? Be in shape, watch what you eat. all of those <laughs> things we know that are so hard to do on a daily basis, but that is what it always comes down to. It does. Well, thanks for your time. Before you. we wrap up, do you have kind of one tip, one thing that you would share with everyone?
1: So I guess what I would say is that, you know, One of the challenging things for many women is making their own self-care a priority. There's so many other things that pull on your time, whether it's work or children or parents or grandchildren. And I I think it's important to take some time for yourself, Not especially because I think it helps you care and be a part of the life uh, of the the people around you that you love. So I think this is a great opportunity uh, really to take care of yourself. And it's critical.
0: I love that. Uh, I mean, I and I think you're right. We see that all the time when we're taking care of female patients, right? Women make sure everyone else is okay before they take care of themselves. And spending that little time on self-maintenance, a lot of times, you know, makes you healthier and more whole and gives you more to give away. It's
1: true. It's true. And women give away.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they do. But it's, it's hard to get there. Um, so thanks for that. And thanks for your time. Sure. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you want more information about me or my online work, check out my website at www.thewomensbladderdoctor.com.